Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning into the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. You are listening to a very special throwback episode. We're pulling out the best of our over 600 episodes and making sure that you never miss a thing. So enjoy today's throwback. We'll see you on the next side. Today, I'm super excited to bring you this episode focused on how you can lead your team to greatness. Whether you're a corporate employee, executive, entrepreneur, or small business owner, if you want freedom and financial abundance, you need to learn how to get results through others. This is the essence of leadership. It doesn't matter if you have talent, hard work, intelligence, and great capabilities, no one can achieve greatness alone. It truly does take a village to accomplish anything of significance and consequence. The biggest thing that holds people back in their lives is that they don't understand true leadership and how it truly impacts every area of life. That's right, this includes your work, your home life, your relationship with your spouse, your kids, your community, you name it. You go down the list and it all comes back to leadership. And it even comes down to leading yourself and following through on the commitments that you make to yourself, doing what you say that you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. The ability to lead yourself to greatness is the first milestone on the path to leading others to achieve this. Many entrepreneurs have great resistance to hiring. Employees and management is a very different thing than leadership. And one of the biggest reasons why people resist hiring and struggle with leadership is that they don't understand that really and truly the best and fastest way to achieve a significant return on investment in your career or business is by learning how to get a return on investment from the people that you're leading. It's how to get others to support you in accomplishing your goals and dreams. So entrepreneurs many times resist hiring because they're scared about the investment because obviously you have to outlay a lot of money to bring someone on board to your team. But also it's putting trust in another person and it's that situation that we've all gone through where you've made a bad hire, they burn you, um, and you end up with all the work backfiring. It's called the boomerang effect, I like to call it, the boomerang effect, where you try to get things off your plate and then it ends up coming right back around to you and hits you hard and piles up and you know creates a backlog of, of work for you. And that's true, and that does happen sometimes. And absolutely, that's a risk that you always run when you release control and you invest in another person. But there's also many, many things that you can do to ensure that you do get a return on investment or to ensure that you set yourself up for success and protect yourself in the case that you do make a bad hire or a bad investment in people. But the key thing is the mindset of trust and really the mindset of understanding that you can't uncap your earning potential and your growth potential in your career and in your income until you learn how to lead others effectively. 
So today what I'm going to do is I am going to walk you through 10 key things, key mindsets, action steps, focus areas, and strategies that are going to help you lead your team to greatness. Let's dive in. Here we go. The first and most important aspect of leading your team to greatness is absolute confidence. Your team needs to see conviction and drive and passion that is absolutely unwavering. And it's not just a passion in the business, it's a belief in them. And so one of the things that's most important when you put on your coaching hat and you step into that leadership role, you have to know that no matter how disappointed you may be at times or no matter how frustrated you may be as you go through the process of training and teaching your team and raising them up and growing them into the performers you want them to be, at all times you must exude absolute confidence. You have to believe in them even more than they believe in themselves because it is that certainty and that confidence that they get from you that's going to empower them and get them to lean in and give you everything they've got to achieve the goals that you set out for them. So number one is absolute confidence. Number two is you think they do. So it's critical to understand that a managerial role, a leadership role, is a thinking job. It's a strategy job. It is the job, your job is to work constantly and tirelessly to make it easier, better, faster, and more systematic for your team to achieve the results that you would like from them. Your job is to make it as easy as possible for them. It's, it's always innovating and always looking at the big picture and always strategizing and coming to them with ways that you're going to help them become better and achieve more and be able to move more quickly with greater ease, that is your job. So it's very important to understand that you can't be the super employee and be a visionary leader at the same time. Some some ball is going to drop. Something is not going to, to work the right way. And so you have to step fully into that leadership role and realize that you are the thinker. You are the one that's responsible for the vision, the strategy, the roadmap, and the plan for execution. And your job is to work as hard at setting that out for them as they do at performing and producing for you. The third one is, and this is huge, so I really want everybody to listen in and really understand how important this is, make complex things simple. If you look at great leaders, one of the things that all great leaders are able to do is take a complex and difficult concept and make it incredibly simple, devising a powerful step-by-step plan for achievement. Great leaders take something complex and make it simple. And they focus on being superior teachers. Because by teaching, not only do you become better, but you empower others to be able to execute and provide the result and the outcome that you want. So number three is make the complex simple. Number four, resolve the fears, concerns, and frustrations of your team. It is incredibly important to constantly be asking your team for feedback. Listen to what they're seeing and hearing in the field and make decisions accordingly. It is so powerful when you can take feedback that you get from your team, make a decision in a moment, and implement something that is going to make you better, faster, and stronger as a team. 
So being in tune with what is happening at the field level, at the execution and production level in your company, in your business, whatever it is, is going to make you a 10 times better business person. Staying in tune with what is happening on the ground floor is absolutely critical as you build your way to the penthouse, right? So make sure that you know what's happening on the field and on the ground. Make sure you're listening. Make sure you're really giving credit where credit is due and make sure that you're taking action on anything that you possibly can that's going to help your team perform in a better and, and more powerful capacity. Number five is personalize how you manage personalize how you manage so the more that you can make sure that you're working within the strengths and supporting the operating reality and the perspective and the the work style of the person that you're managing the better that you're going to become at helping them to achieve their peak So essentially your goal as a leader is to help each individual person on your team to achieve peak performance. The goal is for you to help them be their absolute best and it's to get them to be their best. And in order to do that, you have to pay attention to their strengths and weaknesses, their work style, what they love, what they hate, and you have to help them find a way of operating within their strengths to achieve the goals at hand. That means that you have to focus on taking the time to personalize and customize the relationship and the coaching style that you use with each of the people that you're working with, right? All right. Number six is understand and leverage people's strengths. So I always say when you're building a team, it's like putting puzzle pieces together. So the big thing is that you're basically looking at where do each of these pieces of the puzzle fit? What is the best fit for each of the different pieces, each of the different elements, the strengths, the weaknesses of each person on the team? And how do I take what someone is really good at, really confident in and leverage that all the way up to the highest possible level and let them focus less on the things that they're not as strong at? And then find their counterpart, hire to their counterpart, find someone that absolutely loves that thing that this next person hates and put them together and you have a team that now covers the whole spectrum, right? So that's one of the things that's so important as an entrepreneur or business owner as well is being really smart, really savvy about hiring to your weaknesses. Instead of surrounding yourself with people that are exactly like you, go find people that are equally as strong, maybe even more talented than you are, but in opposite elements of whatever you're trying to complete, whatever puzzle you're trying to finish, find the person that compliments you and not the person that has the exact overlay of the sameness as you because in that, you're not strengthening your deck of cards, right? So keep that in mind. That's super, super important, right? So you wanna leverage your team's strengths and you also wanna hire to fill in the gaps for any of your weaknesses. Number seven, you need a long range vision balanced with a short term plan. So, you know, as a leader, it's very easy sometimes to get panicked into making short term decisions. And sometimes we get impatient and we get frustrated and we want the results now. And that can lead to making decisions that can be very damaging to the business. And this is whether you're a corporate leader or an entrepreneur. And so you have to always have that long range vision and ask yourself with every decision that you're making, does this fit within your long term plan for your career, the business, everything that you're trying to do and achieve? Like, what does that look like? 
right? So you need to make sure that you're making decisions, long-term decisions with short-term impact. And you also have to balance the perspective of sometimes a decision that you want to make in the moment that will provide short-term relief is a horrible decision that's going to impact negatively the long-term success of the business. You have to be aware of this and take this into consideration in all of the decisions that you're making. The next big one, guys, is you need to be the shepherd. So I always say, you know, no, uh, no Monday morning quarterbacking, right? So, you know, you need to be on the field and in the game with your team. You need to have a pulse on what's going on in the business at all times, and you need to be shepherding your flock. You know, don't come back and ask the team the next week or the next month or six months later what happened. You know, take action in the moment and, you know, be their coach, be their guide, be actively involved and, you know, inspect what you expect. And if you do that, you'll have the opportunity to guide and direct their actions in such a way that's going to help them to get much better results. And in doing so, you're also going to learn a lot as a leader and a manager about what it's going to take to get you to your ultimate goals. So keep that in mind. And then number 10, believe in them, believe in them, see the potential, see the potential in them and constantly push them to grow into what's next for them. Make sure that you focus on what's in it for them. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but you know, too many times I see managers and and leaders that are constantly talking about what's in it for the company or why they need to do this because it's their job or, you know, a million reasons under the sun and none of those reasons actually relate to the person they're speaking to. So if you want to get a better return on investment, you want to lead your team to greatness, know what their goals and dreams are. Know what their vision is for the future and do everything you can possibly do to tie everything they're doing back to helping them achieve that. That's like the ultimate trigger that's going to transition from someone to going along to getting along to being truly invested and empowered because there's meaning attached to it for them. They're not just doing for someone else. They're doing for someone else and they're in turn doing for themselves. So your goal is obviously to constantly push your team, to raise the bar, to always have them focus on for what's next, but to give them the courage and confidence to lean into that and give everything that they've got. The better leader you become, the better chance you have of leaving your team to greatness. And remember, focus first on improving yourself and then focus on improving those around you. So thanks so much for being with me for this episode. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. If you're loving the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews help us get into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love to keep climbing. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs to help them grow and scale their businesses online. And thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. Here's to our next 600 episodes together.